Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Lots of things going on in the world today. I don't know about any of it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm sure you know a little I bit. I don't know anything about Russia. No? How I mean, about, how whoops. About, <laughs> how about Ukraine? Do you know anything Never about heard Ukraine? of the place. Yeah. Or, Who's that? Or how uh, so many people, and it drives me crazy when they call it the Ukraine. I have not heard that. Really? But yeah, that oh, okay. would be a little bit... <laughs> I hear that all the time, and it drives me crazy. It's like calling it the Russia. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, Ukraine finally got invaded. Well, they've uh, been talking about it for some time. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've said this. Uh, we did a show about Afghanistan, and, and I'm sure we mentioned it then that all the people that are looking at uh, U.S. seeing when, uh, when, when it's a good time to, you know, act out some of their plans, and they look at the U.S. and see how weak we were, mm-hmm. and um, and how woke we are these days in our military. That um, these people are probably going to be start uh, making plans to move forward mm-hmm. because they know that these guys are pusses. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, sad. Yeah, and sad place to be right now. And I, th- I think this is a domino effect. I think this is uh, just going to be um, the beginning to other countries acting out a lot of their other plans because they know that we're just going to sit there and say, "Well, we're going to put it on some sanctions there. We're going to tighten the belt." <laughs> well, they're not. Do you think? Because I keep seeing in social media and some news like sites that this is the start of a of a World War Three. Do you really think that it's going to lead that direction? I mean, is this well, that big of a I, deal? Um, yes, I, I think it's a very any act. You don't know. You don't know where how far it's going to go or where it can go. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You know the steps that one country can take while it's doing its act of evil, where another country could find a loophole or a or not necessarily a loophole, but find an, an opportunity an opportunity for them to act, mm-hmm. and then. Sometimes when another one decides to, another country decides to come and um, help out one situation, that makes you weak in another area. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, you, we also don't know if other countries, these evil countries are planning things together. So, absolutely. Yeah, this is a I'm big worried deal. about Taiwan. Absolutely. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's been in plan probably, I can't say longer, <laughs> longer than what Russia wanted with Ukraine, but yeah. that's been in the works for a while. We've been talking about that for quite a while, mm-hmm. and um, that would be a big deal for us as well. Yeah, it'd be a big deal for the world, for sure. We, we did an episode on China and, you know, how, you know, uh, you know, totalitarian their regime is. They're going to go in and take whatever they want, but they'll play the long game, and, but this might actually be their opportunity because well, we're getting caught up with Russia, Ukraine. I think that they have been playing the long game and this is the end of it. Like they've mm-hmm. been, they're waiting for the end. You know, I had, I seen a meme, so I'm going to try to paint it out. Right. <laughs> okay. And, uh, so it's going to get a little annoying. Um, so there's a, there's a scene with Mel Gibson in Braveheart mm-hmm. and he sits there and goes, hold, and everybody's ready to run and ta- you know, attack. Mm-hmm. And so they have a picture of Donald Trump and Mel Gibson saying, hold, then there's another picture of Donald Trump and Mel Gibson going, hold. So I'll mm-hmm. spare you a little bit. Four times, and I was, hold. And then they have a, pic- they have a picture of Biden. Attack! You know, because <laughs> now it's easy. It's simpler. It, there's less real, um, um, what's the word? Uh, consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a reason why they weren't uh, making those moves. Planning, I'm sure. Trying to plan around that situation with Trump being there, being a stronger leader but um you know i had a little discussion you know with my wife last night and i don't disagree with her i just try to look at other aspects because yeah i think it's ridiculous about our administration how we handling it the way they are Mm -hmm. but it's not our administration's problem you know they could russia could do whatever they want to do what whoever's in our you know in in whoever's the president in our, in our country. And I really wish that there was more, more, I don't know, that they could handle their own business more, not rely on America all the time. Mm. I like that we could go and help out, but at, at our expense always. It's extremely import, uh, expensive for these wars or to aid in other countries and their wars, and we get very, very little, if anything, ever back. Yeah. I'm not sure 
I mean, from kind of the start, I'm just not sure why we value Ukraine so much. I mean, it's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Right. And, I mean, I understand, you know, the 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 Biden connection to Ukraine, <laughs> but... Yeah, you would I'm think just, they'd be fighting for it a little bit more. But I, I just don't, I don't... I don't really fully understand why why Ukraine is so important to us, and it, unless it's one of those things where we use them as a as a method of showing how strong we are against Russia, could be. But but again, I I I suppose I understand that you know we we kind of are the world police, so to and speak. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't I don't like it either. Um, but at, at this point, why why would we put in so much effort? Now the sanctions. I don't really know. I don't know if that stuff's going to impact them. I I do see that the was it. I, I think, yeah. I think Jen Psaki was talking recently about about the inflation rate and how we needed to make some. You know, we we need to sacrifice a little bit uh, to stand up for our principles and all this stuff. And it seems like they're kind of trying to paint our economic problems on this new conflict with Russia and Ukraine. Mm. And, of course, we had these issues before Russia sure. even stepped foot. So but the only care I have, which is a lot, and this is because tr- I care um, with Ukraine, is, is, is there's just a bunch of humans. There's yeah. a bunch of people like you and me just living, and they don't deserve it. This isn't their fight. They don't care. This is, this is um, you know, the, the governments against the governments, you know, and... You know, they, they're the ones that prosper uh, out of a war. Mm-hmm. The civilians are the ones that, that lose everything and die. And so my heart goes out to that. I would love to be able to help and protect them. I get it. But, you know, nothing, let's not forget that we need to worry about us a lot, mm-hmm. America first, and make sure that we're protected and, and taken care of too. You know, because there's a lot of stuff. We're not building back better or anything. Everything's falling apart. And, um, so I, I'm, I kind of go both ways here. You know, I, I don't want to butt into it, but I don't want to see, uh, Russia taking over another country and killing all these people. And I don't know what their next step is. I'm sure there is another step. Yeah. I, I thought I was reading something about the U S giving a bunch of, uh, aid to Ukraine. and. uh this this one's a little bit old. This one's from uh, end of January, where it says the U.S. will provide two hundred million in military aid to Ukraine amid the crisis. But now that we're, you know, seeing Ukraine actually getting invaded, I think there's even more money planning to go to them. And and again, I, to your point, we've got so many problems already, financial problems that we have here in the United States, and inflation's getting bad. You know, the the political divide is so bad. The Gases. I mean, little things yeah, like I, gas is on the rise. Yeah, I mean, all kinds of. Is. Yeah, I mean, and we're we've surpassed. I think it's over thirty trillion dollars now. The debt clock that you hate to look at. I, think, I ain't looking at again. I think it clicked over over thirty trillion dollars. Right? And the, to me, it's like how how can we justify putting effort towards you know putting money or other kind of resources to these other countries if if we are really in this bad of shape. I believe strongly that we need to take care of ourselves to make us who America is supposed to be, how other people look at us as, because they think of us as a, a more beautiful and, and you know, a new aged country, and we're just falling apart. You know, mm-hmm. the people that live here know. And um, <laughs> yeah. before we could help out other people, you know, we need to make ourselves stronger. But, you know, and, and here's this, $200 million to aid. Mm-hmm. What is that, like four planes? I mean, what is that really? I mean, you know how outrageously expensive yeah. Yeah. things are in the government anyways? Yeah. That could be like two AK-47. Well, yeah, two, two, <laughs> $200 million is not that big of a deal. But I want to say that the, the more recent was in the billions. I'll, I'll have to look that up. But I think it is. Oh, I, I'm sure. I, I think it is in the billions that they're, now that Ukraine has been invaded. Was was Biden in that one? He goes, well, you ain't going to get your $2 billion unless you get that guy fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what what uh-huh. what stake did they get that two hundred million? Then, yeah. But um, no, it's it's terrible. I won't lie to you. It's terrible. My my heart uh, really goes out to them, and I want. I'm a guy that wants to jump in and help out a stranger. I am. Mm-hmm. 
And then my mind comes in, I'm going, oh my gosh, I have so many issues here at home that is important to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what makes all this stuff seem so personal is that, you know, we have the, uh, you know, our Facebooks and stuff. It makes it look like it's truly right outside your front door. And um, it's heartbreaking, but it just makes it seem like, you know, if I give a buck, I could see it change. And, and it's not like that. It's on mm-hmm. the other side of the world. And what's to say whatever we do is going to help? Yeah. This is what, this is what he's wanted to do for a while now, uh, uh, Putin. Yeah, so I'm seeing an article here from uh, Reuters. It says, uh, February 25, White House asked Congress on Friday to approve $6.4 billion in aid to address the humanitarian and security crisis in Ukraine after Russia invades the country this week. Biden administration and congressional aides said in a recent conversation with lawmakers, the administration identified the needs for U.S. Uh, for additional U.S. humanitarian, security, economic assistance to Ukraine and Central European partners due to Russia's uh, unprovoked and unjustified invasion. Wow. That's a lot. I mean, we're talking in billions now. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. Well, you know, we should... Um... We should follow the, 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 what's the best way to call it? The voice of reason, the Taliban. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah, what, did the, what came out of there? Those wonderful people. <laughs> they came out and stood up for the right thing, and they essentially was telling Russia to, whoa there, take it easy. Find another <laughs> way around it, not so much violence. You know, they're like trying to be the voice of reason, tell them not to attack. Really? It's like... <laughs> What is this world coming to? Yeah, you know that you used to lob people's heads off, probably still are. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? <laughs> How could they be the voice? Of, because they're wrong, not wrong at this point. I'm, mm-hmm. I got to side with what they say. Mm-hmm. But um, didn't expect to hear that. Yeah, I certainly didn't. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of the uh, this modern monetary theory? Nope. It's not familiar. I just learned about it. I think I understood what this was before I knew what it was called, but this might be one of the reasons why we're not so concerned, like as a federal government, not so concerned about the number of trillions of dollars in debt we are. So the uh, modern monetary theory, the term modern monetary theory was originally coined by Bill Mitchell, an Australian uh, economist, and has become more mainstream over the past few years with politicians like OAC, sorry, AOC. I always screw that one up. Yeah, she um, does too. <laughs> I'm sure she Alexandria does too. Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, the whole idea of MMT is that since a sovereign entity can borrow in its own currency, it can print more and more money, it needs to pay for all of its debt. The central bank just needs to keep interest rates low. But they're going up. <laughs> yeah, well, because they're, they're fighting all the inflation because you put more money into the system. Uh, it it but if you have, means people have more to spend on stuff, and plus we have a, a shortage in in uh, production and and uh, manufacturing mm-hmm. and supply, and so people there's more money. There's yeah. there's more money, and there's still high demand, so the prices go up. It's it's pretty simple economics. But what concerns me about this is if if we are actually if our leaders are are really considering this this MMT as an okay thing to pursue that we will never get out of debt. Right. In fact, what, what, what's the real value of a dollar then? Yeah. Well, what happens when the rest there of the world any. says we're not going to follow the U S dollar as the, as the right. main currency, the standard. Yep. And, and this, and we end up like every other, you know, power of, of the past and we collapse. Yeah. It- we're gonna to have to go back to like trading seashells or something. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you actually have something physical yeah. of, of value that are, I don't know, like ammo, yeah, <laughs> gold, yeah, silver. Um, do you remember watching the movie Red Dawn? Yep, the original. And there's yeah. A, don't uh, watch the second one. <laughs> the second one was still. Interesting. It was not. I watched like seven minutes of it. And I'm like, this is crap. And shut it off because you like the original. Well, yeah, I like the original, but I didn't like that one. Yeah, I've watched I've watched remakes and been okay with them. Mm-hmm. I didn't wasn't okay with that one. Yeah, I, it was I wanna, like C rated. I want to say the first one had like Russia. Was it Russia? And then the second one was like North Korea or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that 
sound for everyone. Yeah, they're probably touching both on on both bases. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah. They're, they're going down the right alleys. Yeah. but the whole co- the whole concept is you know the United States gets invaded, and uh, what do the citizens do? And I thought pick up was, arms. Yeah, pick up arms. It was pretty You're doing pretty what good. Ukraine is doing That's, right now. And I was just going to say that right now Ukraine the the government has handed out. Um, Thousands of, yeah, thousands and thousands of weapons right. to their population, and and they're ste- stepping up to defend themselves. And I'm kind of curious how that will play out, considering the size of Russia and their military. I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's going to be very lasting. I don't think it's going to be able to do what they think it's going to do. But I commend them for it. I think better off what they should do is just say forever, "Hey, you guys should be arming yourselves, man." You know, just like like uh, America, have have as many guns as you want. Yeah, learn how to shoot them, make it your everyday life. Well, I'm hoping that you know this sort of, um, you know, because we we live in a world where everyone gets to see pretty much live stream just about anything, right. and of course we don't know all of what's true, but you know, in the United States, this is something that could totally happen, right? And we see it would we... be ugly, but with a, a, a really well armed population that even if even if another country decides to come in and they eliminate military targets you can't just get rid of all the population that has no. arms because i know that there's a lot of crazy sons of bitches in a lot of these military places russia crazy dudes mm-hmm. dude but where the real crazy people are american civilians <laughs> <laughs> I, I i need to tell you 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 guys have to look up, if you like Bill Burr, who cares if you don't? Look up Bill Burr. <laughs> he has this little skit about um, arms in America and uh, excitement about some when shit hits a fan. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. I mean, maybe we could even pull up a clip and play it. But Yeah, remind me after the break. Yeah. We'll, we'll pull up a clip. It's worth it. It's hilarious how, how we... We we might be portrayed outside of the our country how we mm-hmm. handle stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I get a kick out of it. Well, I, I think I think we played on a uh, a different episode the recruitment videos for the different military Russia, <laughs> yeah. China, and then yep. the U.S. The, the U.S. woke one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> uh, I'm just remembering all of it. It's yeah. so bad. I found a, a, a quick little article here. This is from, let's see here, KievIndependent.com. So, I mean, foreign news site, who knows if this is, uh, is super accurate, but it was just talking about the R- Russian losses so far. And they say Russian lost 14 planes, 8 helicopters, 102 tanks. Um, I'm not sure what BBM stands for. Isn't that like big bowel movements? <laughs> Lots of those down there. <laughs> well, how about this? I, uh, I don't know if they're really known for stability and, um, you know, having all their, their equipment running at top notch. Uh-huh. So I don't know if some of that was just, you know, like a piston shot out yeah. of the engine or something just, you know. Well, I don't know how accurate these numbers are. It also says the Kremlin also lost 3,500 soldiers. Wow. This is just this last week? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. On, on How about this? What do the numbers say about the Ukraine? Yeah. Because they're attacking freaking the civilians. Ukrainians, yeah, the Ukrainians, I don't, I mean, they don't have like a top-notch military. No. That's why they're handing out guns to their civilians. I mean. Yeah. And I mean, again, I don't know if this is all true. I, I'd have to find some other sources that can verify it. Uh, but they have a, a list here. Soldiers, 3,500. Tanks, 102. Armored vehicles, 536. Wow. Artillery pieces, 15. Fighter jets, 14. Those things are really expensive. Yeah, they're not maintaining them. Uh, helicopters, 8. And then, I'm not sure, a, a BUK-1 system. That's like mobile rocket system or something. They lost one of those. I mean, that's some pretty heavy losses, yeah, they're, at least they're initially. Yeah, some uh, pushback for sure then. Yeah, but Russia's, I mean, they're so massive. This is... Small potatoes, small right? potatoes to them, but yeah. this is still for a modern, more modern like conflict. Well, that's why I was wondering is, is that I hear that number right? It makes me scary to hear the Ukraine's numbers. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Although I'm, I'm, well, I mean, Iraq was not a good example of being good at self defense when the U.S. troops went in. 
that that shock and awe <laughs> deal <laughs> that was you know it, it wasn't we didn't really suffer the losses until the troops really went in um and uh but in the case of ukraine you know they knew things were coming they've been kind of preparing for it so maybe they've done a decent job of of defending i, I hope but, so that's what i've been saying is you know when i had the discussion with my wife is i would like them to have been working on a plan to save their own asses too yeah you know and i like i like where this is i, I like what they've done though yeah you know they're providing their their population with weapons and they're putting up a fight you know I, i'm sure that they've been asking for support but it's nice that they are stepping up to do what they need to do on their well, own end. Instead of us giving them money, how about we just sell them um, weapons, you know, so we get something out of it. <laughs> I know I'm being selfish. And, 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 I just and, don't want our technology in the hands of other countries. I, I get We have allies... some old 70s shit we could sell them. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I get that, you know, there are countries that buy really high-end, you know, planes and other technology from us. I get it, but that always kind of bothered me. Yeah. Yeah, I just Everybody. don't like see our stuff uh, coming back at us. Right. You would think that, that no matter what benefit in our pockets it would be, to never ever have, have that happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and how many things were left over in, in Afghanistan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Yeah. More embarrassing is how they could handle it and fly it yeah. <laughs> and drive the thing. Yeah. They, know which way. they hardly even know which, which way to look down the gun. Yeah. Is it this way or that way? And it's all in English, so... Yeah, you know, it's going to take them a little while to nope. fully get that. No, I, I, I go so again both ways. Every time I talk crap about you know Ukraine, like screw those guys, you know they should take care of themselves. Then my heart at the same time goes, you know, this is just families trying yeah. to live that aren't. It's not their fight. It's the government's fight. It's what what they're having issue with. It's what that bad guy over there wants, mm-hmm. and they don't. Nobody deserves that. Um, I don't fully know why Russia wants Ukraine. My understanding is that, you know, there are some some uh, Russian heritage there that, you know, Putin really wants to create the original, you know, Russia, you know, Mother Russia, and and Ukraine is kind of a, a part of that. And there are some sympathizers within Ukraine, yeah. and he thinks he can you know, gain a little bit more of a foothold yeah. in that area. I, I don't know if I don't know about resources though. What are the, what what does Ukraine provide to the rest of the world? Uh I'm not too sure. I mean is it oil? Because Russia's already doing that. Yeah, I'm not I don't too know. Sure. I, I don't know and I don't I'm not saying I th- I don't think it's this, but I wouldn't know. I don't think he's trying to, you know, take over countries and then after this one he could start taking you know like playing risk. I'm gonna take over the world. I don't oh, know. Right. I don't know what his real intention is but you know he's getting old Mm -hmm. and he has plans and you know whether there's somebody like trump in office in america or not you know before he goes he's probably going to want to try something you know try he's got he has a bucket list he's Mm -hmm. probably going to want to do some of that stuff before (laughs) Mm -hmm. he goes and um i'm not saying he's weak and he's on his he's not like biden go at any day but yeah he's still gonna be but uh you know, he, he's uh he's a dictator. What do you what do you expect? You mm-hmm. know? So Well and maybe there's if you look at at how much China has done, they might be a good model for Russia in how they you know, how they operate. I don't well, know. Russia seems to me more traditional. What I would look at is like World War Two sort of mentality. <laughs> yeah. You know? I kind of do too, but that's uh, that's how I feel. But I, yeah, that might be underestimating them a bit. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, they started off the attack with cyber attacks to start yeah. to reduce some of their capabilities, and then they went in with traditional weaponry, I guess. But well, maybe it's time to go through and find all these uh, loser countries and smite them all. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, but save the children. Well, no. <laughs> Get them out the uh, <laughs> Run for the hills mm. and we're just going to nuke the whole place. I mean, that, mm. we could do 80% of what they would do to us because yeah. they don't care. No. I mean, they don't care. I mean, I've seen some videos of, of attacks and... Um, uh, damn! If it's not, they're attacking their freaking the neighborhoods. Yeah, like what yeah. are you guys doing, man? Well, in in war, I mean, I know that there are some sort of 
rules, but I mean, ultimately, only for us. yeah, it, only, exactly. We're the only ones that follow the westernized, rules. yeah, Western countries. That, Everybody else could do whatever they want, blow up whoever they want, mm-hmm. take out fifty kids in a school. They don't answer a damn thing. We happen to get somebody, some kid with some shrapnel, freaking two miles away, and there's people. Our own people are fighting us over it. Mm-hmm. We all think it sucks. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good, but war in itself isn't good. You know, I mean, it might be for good purposes or good reasons because you're out there, you know, trying to extinguish evil, but that doesn't mean it's good. It, it being out there is, that we have to be out there is bad in itself. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah you know uh let's let's take a quick break let's watch a little bill burr when we come back that's a great idea all right dave and i appreciate you listening to the show please take a moment and write a review on apple podcast or podchaser.com and since spotify doesn't currently have reviews simply telling your friends about the show would be great too also you can always reach out to us at our website nevertoserious.com or via our socials at the nts podcast And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. All right, a little from Bill Burr. I'll tell you one thing I have realized, though. When you go to war, man, that's the one time when you really have to, like, appreciate rednecks, though. You know that? You know why? Because rednecks are, like, the one group of people that actually, like, want to go to war. (laughs) No, they do. They're up for it. That's like their Super Bowl. You know, they're, like, making dip and shit. You know what I mean? They really want to go. Everybody else tries to get out of it. Like, rich people never go to war. You know, you ask a college kid if he wants to go to war, he's just like, um, I'm taking this sociology class. (laughs) I think war is, like, really stupid. My roommate's, like, half Afghani, so it's going to cause some static. (laughs) (laughs) You ask a redneck if he wants to go to war, he's just like, hell fucking yeah! (laughs) Rednecks are psychopaths. You wouldn't want to draft a guy like me. I'm a comedian. I'm useless. I am. I'm lazy. I'm a coward. I don't like confrontations. You draft a redneck. Not only is that dude a psycho, he'll actually save you money. Those guys show up to the army. You're like, here's your M16. They're like, I already got one. Yep. <laughs> I got some shit in the trunk you ain't ever seen before, buddy. <laughs> I went on eBay, got me some of that surface air shit. <laughs> Took it out hunting, got me a moose and a duck at the same fucking time. <laughs> So, like I said, is uh, you know that that's how like a lot of countries might perceive us. Yeah. Is that we're all a bunch of redneck, freaking crazies with guns, and we're just shooting it at and hoping we won't hit anybody. <laughs> I think that's the way we used to be well, perceived. I think we are perceived now as like spoiled little children. Sure, these guys don't even know which bathroom to use. They don't even know what sex yeah, they are anymore. They yeah. don't know. They think that they're freaking. Uh, Rich penguins, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I, it would be interesting, actually, to go to another country and start asking, so what do you really think? How do you think yeah. of us? You know, really? Well, and I, I bet the, the like general population, you know, maybe the younger generation, they look at us, you know, like we're just all Hollywood. And then mm. maybe some of the older ones look at us like we're a bunch of children. You know, my guess is that the leaders in China and in Russia think we're a joke well yeah they they started our president and go from there uh-huh. if that's the best of the best if, right there then we're in if that's shape. the messaging yeah yep. that they're taking yeah and then they look at our generals and you know that's i know that that one can't remember his name it's fine by me the that every picture i see with him now has like rainbow hair you know because mm-hmm. he's overly woke mm-hmm. and i'm not saying he has rainbow hair but that's when they're too so worried about all that stuff and not how to defend our country, mm-hmm. that's an issue. You know? Yeah, I'm. I mean, my my perspective is that the the woke aspect of America is still a minority. I I still I still think that that's a small segment. Yeah. They're just loud. They're just yeah, exactly. I think they're very loud. So, and my other opinion is, when it comes to military, I don't care about your identities or, or individualism. 
I want everybody to be the same, as same as you can be. That's why everybody had their same uniform, same, same, same. So everybody, when one of them says, take a left, they all take that left. There's yeah. not one going, I don't know. I think I'm about doing a half quarter to the left. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to do. I mean, mm-hmm. no, we want them to act as a machine, mechanical. And because um, that's what they're supposed to be. They're, they're not supposed to be sitting there and making judgment calls. Mm-hmm. They're there to do a job. Mm-hmm. And when one of them doesn't, you know, that stuff falls apart. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you can't it, trust it. Yeah, I think the military, the whole purpose of the military is to defend the country or in some cases attack others. And yeah. uh, and so the people that you need in, in that particular organization need to be ready and strong. strong and, know what the yeah. hell sex they are, for starters, would yeah. be nice. You well, know? And, and, and the other thing is, as, a, as leaders of an organization like that, you would want to have people very specific to the type of role that they're going to be playing. And, and recruiting, I don't know, we'll, maybe we'll have to play the, the little uh, America recruiting oh. video. No, it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, so the, the whole idea is we need to have our military to be ready to fight. Right. And Not in it personal conflict. And it doesn't seem like that is the case. No, no. They're, nope. And the will. Um, uh, you know, patriotism used to be a really big thing in the military. I know that it still is, but the, but there's this little tiny minority of uh, uh, of a population that's kind of getting into the military. And unfortunately Fantasy. now, and now, yeah, at the at the top, there are those military leaders that, that are... There was a time when you doing. said, we need somebody to take a step forward and volunteer to this, and everybody moves forward. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, anybody. Okay, I'm going to ask one more time. Um, if I don't get any volunteers, I'm going to have to start picking people. You know, it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we don't have that, uh, you know, they have too much of, uh, it's going to hurt if I do that. You know, the other, I was listening to um, talk show guy, Jesse Kelly, and he was talking about, you know, how with the the last couple of years with the the pandemic and he says you know for the last couple of years we've been called the problem we've been called that we are the ones killing people off you know uh we as in our military as in as in um um us conservatives have been have been the bad person for a long time and and you know we're being told that we need to be more patriotic and and do some self-sacrifices in order to protect the greater good you know more country you know uh, pandemic be more tolerant you know and yeah all all this and and then he comes out and biden says you know we need to come together as a country and 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 support uh ukraine or whatever and it's like you've just been telling us for the last two years that we are the problem and yeah. now you want us to support you and your administration right. in this particular conflict? We have steadfastness. They have been all over the place uh, on everything, trying to um, dilute waters, if you will. And, and I feel that the, the right-hand side of things have been staying relatively steady to their beliefs and... Um, and I, I don't know. It makes me not want to really care about his thoughts or ideas, and even yeah. if they might make sense uh, once in a while. But that's kind of my greater point: is if if you want a population to be strong and be patriotic and support the administration, or whatever, then don't treat the majority of the population, or at least half the population, like crap. Like they're know? racist bigots. Yeah. That are yeah. Why would I why? underneath us? We're Nazis. Remember? I mean, that's that's what we're yeah, that's right. We're Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't do any business with those guys. Yeah, it's like suddenly, okay, well, we need to change our, our opinion of, of the administration and be supportive. But uh, wait a minute. You've just there been is... telling us for the last two years that we are pieces of crap. Now, now I'm going to use 9-11 as an example. But even back then, there were, it's, it was less diverse, or division. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, there are people on the right had their strong opinions and people on the left had their opinions. But they had some opinions that matched. Yeah. And one thing that always seemed to be some, on common ground always, when our country had got attacked, all those side-by-side stuff didn't matter. We came together wanting to kick some ass. We mm-hmm. wanted some resolve together. I mean, sure, a little bit you know, here and there of whatever, but like, like there's absolutely zero common ground. You're not even allowed to have common ground. You can come to this line and come to this line, but you can't ever get to a center line that we could all... 
If they agree with something, we can't agree with it. And if we agree with mm -hmm. something, they just can't agree with it because it's bad. There's no in-between, and it's their division that they've painted for us to make us weak. And I know that the other countries see that. Mm -hmm. And um, for the same people, get this. If we get invaded and there's a, a state, let's say that, that uh, I'm just throwing out something, that was getting, like, there was troops in the ground, and they're getting invaded, and these people are trying to protect themselves and... There's going to be people in our country and go, you guys, you guys need to stop killing those people. They're going to make up an excuse why they're here mm -hmm. and feel more for the people that are trying to take over our country than... Or give in to them, sure. you know, because we don't want conflict. And it's Instead like, well, of, you know, fight for what you want sometimes. It used to be something like that happens. People from eight states over are on their way. Not this. Mm -hmm. No, I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. You know, there's no... I feel like there's... I don't know what it would take for us to ever find equal ground on something. I My hope is that we don't allow something to take place in the United States or, um, you know, something that we would, as a country, hold dear that would then, you know, trigger some sort of bonding in our country. Like, I would hope that our administration and our leaders wouldn't allow something to happen when the result could actually be us coming together yeah. like you know like 9-11 or you know some something like that where some attack was was mm -hmm. you know had taken uh, place on, it's on so, our soil so worrisome because we're attacking ourselves on our own soil yeah. in the sense of trying to de destroy and deteriorate our constitution rip it down all of our our um, statues and and fighting with each other's on their mm -hmm. on our um not allowing us to say what we want to say on our first amendment. I yeah. mean, all that, well, that's part of the constitution, but, but we're, we're, we're doing it ourselves. We're eroding our own selves. I, so I think we're in a culture war right now and, yeah. and it's hard to and focus it, on anything outside this of is our great culture. news for our enemies, people. Yeah. This is yeah. great news. Uh, I wanted to pivot towards this other thing I ran into and, it's a little concerning. I, I told you uh, a little while ago that I was listening to, uh, I mean, I listen to audiobooks. I don't have time to sit there and just read, but um, The uh, Great Reset by Glenn Beck. Oh, yeah. And I, I completed it, and it's so good. I might actually get the book because it, it's easier to go back and refer to certain aspects when it's print versus audio. But it, it was so good. I highly recommend folks go out and buy the book or you know, rent, you can't, you, you can't really rent it from the library, you, but you, well, you check it out. You check it out. Yeah. yeah. For us, we'd have to like swim through the homeless people first before we get to the books. Um, but, uh, I think it's such a good book that people should read it. Um, there's some parts in it where it's like kind of projecting forward on what we think is going to happen, but there's so much documentation of what's already happened. And based on that, and especially with the last two years, you can see, you can make the connections of, of this idea that there's coming some sort of great reset. And one of the things that I ran across, which is because of the um, uh, trucker protests and stuff that's going on in Canada, they want to implement this universal ID, digital ID system. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Yeah, I want to play this Mind video. You, just so you know, mm -hmm. I want to point this out. This was not to be ever talked about. This is bit. This is old, but it's always been in a conspiracy thought file yeah. for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So th this is a the, the banker who's who's coming out and uh, Canadian Bankers Association, and he recorded this and posted it for the world to see. And I just want to see what your thoughts are. Oh, okay, on it. this will be new. Canada is on the cusp of a revolutionary innovation that will transform the way Canadians authenticate themselves online and protect their identity. Digital ID. All of us are living in a digital world, but we're tethered to an analog model of how we identify ourselves. Hmm. Memorizing countless online passwords, carrying government-issued licenses, plastic cards, and more. Digital ID is a way for Canadians to identify themselves to government, businesses, <laughs> and each other electronically. <laughs> no. So already. <laughs> well, the thing is, is the first thing he talked about was all these things, mm -hmm. and what he wants to join up something that's hackable. <laughs> you know, that's one thing we know about. The more, the mm. more the electronic stuff is going on, the more hackings happen. Mm -hmm. 
It's all the time. And, 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 and I noticed, you can even go back a little bit, because mind you, I just heard it for the first time, so I'm not going to be able to remember it exactly, but it said something about, you know, easier for businesses and the government yeah. to be on board, to, to track, track you. Yeah, tra- yeah. But that was the first thing he said. Yeah, and look at the smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, somebody's going to be making bunches of money. Uh, yeah. And and they make it, and they're, he's selling it. And my gosh, we've only been in it four seconds. <laughs> And he's selling it like um, stuff that we need and what we want. Mm-hmm. This 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 terrible analog style with all these passwords. Yeah, all the paperwork. Oh, come on. Oh my that. gosh. <laughs> because it makes it so much easier. I... <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Hey, I could do that. I if this guy, me, could remember my code and my card, you know, I could push my card in and the code, then so can you. Yeah. You don't need to just walk past things that are censored. They don't even see where sensors are and they just read you, know mm. you, and this and everywhere you go. Because <laughs> the next step, if this isn't just part of it, I don't know, mm-hmm. is to um, monitor your thoughts and what you're thinking. I mean, they've already talked about... China's already doing this. Yeah. Thing. I'm just saying, China's already here. So let me uh, let me yeah, continue on. I don't we'll... want to. <laughs> here we go. Ease and rock solid security rock without solid. the need to present physical documents. One interconnected network, a federated digital ID ecosystem developed federated. in collaboration with Canada's best and brightest talent from our banks, telecommunication companies, law enforcement, and government. From they would the have banks. the power and security <laughs> okay. to the banks, <laughs> crooks, and the telecommunications. Biggest scammers, who who out there doesn't get five plus scams? I mean, I could get five or ten in a day. Uh, I mean, telecommuters cater telecommunication folk trying to get a get a hold of me or to sell something or scam mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. People get this so much already, and now this is going to be a you're going to get commercials on your in your on your ooh, so however you, it works. So you're saying this isn't a good idea. <laughs> no scott i'm saying no, yeah, I, it's I'm, a bad I'm idea i'm completely <laughs> saying it's a bad idea yes um without cuss words dare i i mean we're only 40 second 45 well, seconds finish it now. <laughs> uh, all right every canadian's electronic identity and attributes and it would unlock countless opportunities for canadians to verify who they are safely quickly and securely while only revealing the information necessary for each transaction. Oh, sure. How do you know a that? fast, yeah. easy, and secure way to bank, sign up for government so, services. So, so, mm-hmm. so just like what he was saying is, 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 is that they could, it's only for specific things. You know, like if you go into a restaurant, it's a, they're only going to read your restaurant likes, right? <laughs> whatever the hell. You know, I'm just making something up on the fly because this is stupid. Mm-hmm. So right now, if I go into the internet and I go to buy something, phew, Goes out to everybody. Yeah, it's creating already a digital identity of myself out there. So, is these guys going to tell you how it's going to be linked to so you? I don't, How's it linked to you? I don't even think we need to play the rest of it because it's all of this same thing. He just adds oh, more and good. more features and stuff. I'm about, so, about ready to go get my gun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm a IT guy and. And I understand how stuff gets tracked. I un- I understand. Just think about currently when you go to some website and it prompts you. It says, "Hey, do you accept these cookies?" And now everyone says, "Yeah, that's fine," because they just, yeah, I just want to get to the information. People don't understand how much information about you is being tracked in those cookies. And in fact, it's sometimes it's not like in that moment personally identifiable, like to you. It may not have your name. But there's so many connections with other sites. It's even worse on on your um, on your apps on your phone because mm-hmm. you have to accept those things when you install it, and it has access to other areas on your phone. And so, it's people can get identified mm-hmm. by by this data. And we're talking so much technology, so many servers. I mean, we're talking pictures of people from you know 30 years ago in blackface. Right. resurface right. It, it, the china right now has profiles on i mean millions and millions and millions of people maybe more than that oh yeah and and it's not like let's just say when you go to the store currently you 
you know, see everything about who you are, but there's enough information over time to get a pretty good picture of, of you and your habits and your political leanings and, you know, I, your purchase habits or whatever. I don't want to go up to the counter and they go, oh, Dave, it pops up here that you haven't bought in Preparation H for a couple months. <laughs> You're probably getting a low, low, don't you think? Mm-hmm. You know, because but, they're going to know you and know things that you may not want people to know. And notice that they call them cookies. They don't call them razor blades or barbed wire. <laughs> they're cookies because everybody likes a cookie. That's funny. Freaking jerk off. So um, think about it in, in terms of, of how China uses their, their system for uh, credit. It's not like a bank. It's not like, what is it, Inspirion? I don't if I'm that saying it right. right. But uh, these, uh, these credit um, score companies... Um, and I can't remember off the top of my head what they're called. Anyway, I know people are listening going, oh, da, 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 that's what it is. But in China, they're using more of a system of personal behavior yep. instead of a, a banking thing. Right. It's not necessarily about it's your, a personal cre- how you're spending it is it, or your, how much money you make. It's about your social Yeah, it's uh, a social score. score. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this particular case, they're partnering up with government. They're partnering up with banking and all these other things. And every time it, it, this guy says, "Oh yeah, you, it's not gonna, it's not gonna track everything," you know, it's only what's that necessary you know for that thing. But you're trusting that this company, this you know, organization, Bank and telecommunications, yeah, and government, people? yeah, you're trusting that they're gonna they're gonna take care of your data responsibly. Right. We know already. You that, know that there's some family members that you have that you can't trust them. Why would you trust people <laughs> in a banking, mm-hmm. you know, that are making money off of your identity? And, you know, here's the thing is even with your cell phones and everything that we have right now, mm-hmm. not only can they track and, and keep track of all the things that you've done and every place you visit, they track where you are physically too. Physically, yeah. Already. All this is doing is, um, it's, I want to say simplify, it is, but mainstream it, make it, and, and I have to ask you this too, because if you know, but just making it easier and making it like the thing that worries me is networked. So you're going to be hooked up with other people, other things, and always, yeah. but, but how is, how are they talking about, are you going to have to wear an old bracelet? I mean, how are you? How are you going to get linked to this consistently? Um, I'm sure that they would start off with something that's basic. Because you know, you know like... prior to this, I'm going to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Apologize, sure, I just yeah. asked you a question. And I'm just dogging on it. And <laughs> but this was a conspiracy stuff back in the day too, and so was being tracked. But here we're doing it with our phones on, you know, knowing it. And but remember imp- implants, mm-hmm. you know, and they they're already doing that some places. There's some jobs I think even in the states that require you to have one because that's just who they are. Well, we do that with animals, pets. Yeah, already. Well, you can call those people what um, you want, but you don't need to because you have other digital devices. You know, but, you've but, got your phone, you've got your watch. But you they're mainstream. There are rings. These are these are just that's just too difficult. And I think that once it's in you, you can't get rid of it. You know what I mean? As well as easy. You know, when, mm-hmm. I think I, did they mention how. Well, think of how it, how the how this works. Well, think of it this way: um, with um, you know, you know those uh, you know the the RF chips or whatever in your in your credit card in your phone. I mean, I use Apple Pay when I go to the store and, and buy stuff, so I don't have to carry stuff every time I go into a store. And you know that transaction gets recorded, but mm-hmm. that information goes up into the cloud someplace. Sure. And what they're talking about is really kind of an aggregated service where we're consolidating a lot of stuff into one thing. And then they're going to create some method of of tapping into that to all of these other organizations. And there's going to be a you're going to have a profile that all of these different organizations are going to be able to see, and they get to determine what information they get to see. Yeah, even if you decide to decline anything and everything, that'll mm-hmm. be in your profile. Yeah, but but so so the odd the thing is is that that um, sure that they could they could follow us with our interactions of how we we buy things or mm-hmm. carry our phones and stuff but um this to me and the at least the short time i listened to it it sounds like it's going to be a mandatory thing so if you don't have example if it's going to be mostly tracked and stuff through your cell phones or whatever we have mm-hmm. is it going to be mandated that we have that ring on you yeah. know are we is it going to be then just easier to get 
Sure. You know, we yeah. mandate everybody to get a, a, an implant. Yeah. Well, and the thing, like for an implant, I mean, the technology doesn't exist yet to have a small implant that would um, be uh, perpetually available to track your location and all that other stuff. It would be um, uh, proximity, so it would scan you as you walk by mm-hmm. some device and yeah. that could give it. But like your phone... It's always on. It's always got GPS tracking going on. It's always, I mean, it has all these other technologies. So I don't think it's going to be a chip until the technology can be small enough to then be powered by you and do those things that your phone can currently do. It's just a matter of time. Technology may get to that point. But I, I know that I believe that we're like I'm making this up. I don't know, forty or sixty years behind. So I think that the stuff has already been. Well, available. people already do get. They're just chips. trying to right. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying. That I think they're just trying to sell it to the world before they bring it out and say, well, we happen to already have this all here. Yeah, well, to your point, though, about government requiring this, absolutely. I think that's what this guy and his his organization has been trying to push is get Canada to get Canada to actually adopt this and make it universal. Now, Trudeau um, identified, you know, these different protesters and their banking and went to their banks and froze their accounts. And uh, other people who donated to certain organization or losing you know, everything, they yeah. also got identified and they also can get, get arrested. Their, yeah, get a, arrested. They can get their accounts frozen. I mean, we're talking about government already has the ability to do all these things. The benefit this makes is it for easier. everybody else, not for I feel the individual person. What's the what's the benefit of us? He's his pitch for is them? It makes it convenient for them well more it, so than us it makes it convenient for people using this to do everyday transactions the problem is is that you start then developing this profile and that profile you as as a human mm-hmm. um everything that you're talking about preparation age going in oh well i could see that you haven't purchased it well maybe this is a suggested buy and add it to your cart automatically right but maybe wh- i won't be allowed to get on any flights because they don't like where i stand on things yeah or you this becomes part of your resume and you can't get a, a job someplace because you've been flagged ammo? for something sure. yeah you maybe you um exactly you can't this to me this this is a, a really a person uh, this is the direction I think the world is going to go. Unfortunately, oh for sure, and I don't I don't like it. It's been going in this direction, and here's a guy who's you know promoting it with a big smile on his face. Absolutely. That it's such a wonderful thing. But back to that great reset book. This is the sort of thing that is starting to be implemented as kind of a, a reset to our our way of life, our I, our population. I believe this is going to be part of a currency to where cash isn't going to be cash. You're going to have I don't even know what the hell you want to call it, but you mm-hmm. can just call it e-cash, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever. And that's when they can start paying you. So if that's what you want, I mean, there was a time I was, I'm so old fashioned. I got upset about direct deposit. <laughs> I want my check, <laughs> damn it. And, mm-hmm. you know, because that was a technology made things easier and, and, but it took it out of my hands. And I think that mm-hmm. was what I didn't like. And sure, they're trying to sell it. So yeah, your life might become 2% easier. <laughs> maybe less because everybody is doing just fine on mm-hmm. remembering how to swipe and push buttons just as an idea even at home you got to go pick up your card out of your wallet you know but um we're doing fine this is mean this is not to benefit us that's just what they're selling that's what they're selling that's it the is, cookie yeah. mm-hmm. you know <laughs> this is let's call it what it is mm-hmm. you know communist takeover you know but you can just never i mean for me i I just never trust government. I don't trust what they're going to do is really in our best interest. I think it's always in their interest. And when when some place that used to be somewhat free, Canada, starts to implement these things after seeing what Trudeau has done yeah. to the trucker right. protest, uh, why wouldn't the United States start to do stuff like this in the name of, oh, it's going to be convenient. Now, you know, all this uh, talk about you know, voter ID laws and that sort of thing. Oh, well, maybe this is the, the way that, that, you know, you get yeah. to go in and you, you but, vote with a, a digital ID. Yeah, but that's the thing is, is I, <laughs> I, I don't know if I picked it up, but I said, oh, that's racist. <laughs> because you can't have that ID because ID is racist. <laughs> yeah. So they're pushing a racist agenda. I'll tell you that right now. Well. And he's white. Yeah. Bastard. Don't trust that guy. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that this is, of course, a good direction for the world to go china has already demonstrated that they already do this and they do it rather well oh boy because they link up all of the the um what is it cctv 
Mm -hmm. um, I can't even remember how many cameras China. they have in a, in a square yeah, block. It's and they amazing. can identify you not only by facial, facial recognition, recognition, your eyes, but also because it's tapped into your phone and where your phone is traveling, they know who you are and yeah. where what you're doing, yeah. where you're, where you're at at the time. So, but here's the thing: is this is a essentially, it's commercial, but it's not. It's more of a check this out. This is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's not like, hey, come buy our new car. Mm -hmm. But what they're not saying, they're just being straight up to me, is if, like they're not even saying, hey, check this out. A better way to coordinate with your friends and make plans with your family and how to do mm -hmm. your purchases here. It's all about. I mean, when he says government was the first thing, yeah. banking. It's like. This isn't. This is for them and a benefit of them, and and how to make more money off of us and our our um, our identity. It's mm -hmm. they're doing. They're trying to legally steal our identity when people are having to hack and steal our identity. They want to steal our identity and find out all of our numbers. You know, that's when people hack us so that mm -hmm. they can make purchases or or get our status. And 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 they're just getting it for free now. <laughs> I mean, we're, well, give, say, see, we're giving it to them. They say this is really secure, but nothing has nothing ever is. been. I mean, look at any of the big breaches. Uh, I mean, Facebook, um, Home Depot. I mean, there's a whole bunch of what was the credit company that got hacked? And I mean, we're talking things have already happened. Yep. I mean, cybersecurity is always chasing this, trying to figure out how to make things more secure. But there's always breaches. There's always breaches. I won't use the name partially because I can't remember it. But uh, there was an online um, uh, site that we were thinking about doing business with to buy uh, trade stocks. Mm -hmm. and, and I didn't like that they wanted our password, not just all of our information for banking, mm -hmm. but now they wanted the password to it. That mm -hmm. means that they could manipulate anything in there with that password. And, and it was like maybe a month, I don't know, or maybe two months after that, it had gotten hacked. And, you know... And out of mm -hmm. all those porn sites, they got me. I mean, they got some people good, you know. They got mm -hmm. hacked and said, hey, we're going to release. What was it, actually? I'll be serious now. It wasn't me. I was just kidding. But I think it was a, a site called Ashley Madison or something. Yeah, where a bunch familiar. of people would, I don't remember what it was, but about sex. And they mm -hmm. hacked it and got information who was on it from pastors to, mm -hmm. you know, fam, uh, married men and we're blackmailing them going, I'll want to release this information if you don't give us money. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, come on. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to trust this stuff. Right. And once they get this status and your status level, I mean, even a lot of times they'll get, get information that they're not even planning on getting. But then when they find out they've been getting this information, what are they going to do with it? They're going to utilize it. They're going to say, Wait a minute. Well, they're already talking about partnering up with these different companies. Right. And, and on, <laughs> of right, on purpose. But, yeah. you know, sometimes when you're going to look at, we're, I mean, if it was on the up and up, we're just going to be looking at this as what we need, because that's what he's saying. We're not going to, like, grab any other information <laughs> off of when you're looking yeah, here. You can trust us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It could just keep going forever. Oh, so I, I, I just, It's just bad. I just want it all to go away. Walk around with a big old fat wad of cash in your pocket, and you know. So what if I have to wait eight weeks for something to show up in the mail? Have to write a check and have that issue. I mean, I don't care. It's just such the damage was done then was less than it is now, and and less frequent than it is now. Why? Because all this stuff is making it easier to mm -hmm. do, yeah. not harder. Or yeah. Well, now now that I've ruined your afternoon, shall we end the show? I'm about ready late. to go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's leave, yeah, yeah, let's leave it on a bad note. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, those of you listening, um, we're on YouTube and and some other platforms. So throw some comments in there and and let us know what you think about all this. Yeah, there's plenty to comment on this this episode for sure. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about yeah. what people other people are thinking about this. But, and and yeah. I will say this because I know I'm I'm playing tennis with myself about the Ukraine thing, but. God bless Ukrainian people. I hope that they could uh, pull through with not very many um, casualties. There's so many innocent people that are not in this fight. So I do pray for them and hope that uh, that that this gets resolved as soon as possible. Yeah, because it's it is a terrible situation. Yep, and it's impacting a lot of people. Yep, it is. All right. Uh, thanks again for watching. More information on our website. NeverToSeries.com. Find us on social media at the NTS Podcast. And I'll tell you, see you next time. Take care. And be safe.